Good evening, dandies. Welcome to Undetermined, the podcast. I feel like I'm at work doing IT support, (laughs) like when I do work. This is like horror. <laughs> but the nice thing Did is you, I don't have to fix it. You have to fix it. So I don't have to fix it. So I guess. Right. Great, God, great gods of the cloud have to fix it. Can anybody hear me? Okay. Now I'm yes. dirty. No. Okay. Well, I, where I live, I don't get great service. I live down by a river, but not in a van. Down by the river. Hey, how do you say your last name? Uh, Dwaleski. Dwaleski. So the Z is silent. Yeah, it's it's a uh, like when my grandfather would say it in Polish, it was like Zielubski. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but we still can't hear Jeff now. Uh, Probably doesn't matter, does it, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> that's Jeff screaming. <laughs> we can hear him from downtown Dallas. He lives close to downtown. <laughs> See if I can get somewhere with better service. I knew it was going too well. <laughs> That's Jeff. He's like in a Star That's Wars definitely. movie or something. He's like <laughs> Jeff's kind of like Boba Fett, but he's kind of wimpy though. <laughs> we may have to do this on a hill. We all like get on a real <laughs> high hill someplace and just think positive thoughts. And Jeff doesn't call me. Hello. We are here. We are here. Okay. Oh, someone's uh-huh. back in. Jeff's in. Enough. I just hit my mute button off and then on. Okay. That did it. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know All what right. happened. Jeff's here. And and uh, Boba Fett has a shaved head, Steve. I was thinking of the Mandalorian. He was one of the clones. Head. He was one of the clones. So he yeah. That's right. All the clones had shaved heads. They did. There were a few yeah. clones in the clone movies that had long hair because they were like rebellious clones escaped. And-, mm. and and that's where I fit into it, right? You're the one that escaped. <laughs> yeah, I, I escaped. Now me and Craig have to take well, care of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, yeah you did a it, you did a fine it, job. We got to make sure he doesn't buy too many bass guitars. Because it's been uh, a problem lately, so... Uh, no, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's not open for discussion. Uh, no, actually, I've been I've been in the search for my forever bases. <clears throat> How's that going? What, ten it, of them? It's, ne- it, it's never ending. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to have a base for every occasion. You know, uh, bases to a, a bass player is like shoes to a woman. Well, you know, yeah. They can never have too many. Right. Yeah. So I have, and I don't even have, Craig has like a hundred guitars. I ha- but yet Craig. I have, <laughs> I have one, two, three, four, five bases and I'm catching shit from above. Oh no, that's that's not bad at all. That's no, five is very reasonable. Tell t- tell Steve five is reasonable. It's very reasonable. The comparison that I'm thinking of is, is uh, a friend of ours, uh, John Heinz, uh, from the big old nasty <clears throat> get down. I don't know if you're mm-hmm. familiar with that uh, cadre. 
but uh, he, he records. Uh, he, he's got this like funk super group puts together all the time and mm-hmm. uh, records like George Clinton and stuff. But I, I think that guy, I think the oh, last yeah. count that he told me he had was like 72. Yes, yeah, Steve, Maybe you hear that? You hear that, Steve? Yeah, 72. That's, Jeff, that's what it could I be. I only have 10 guitars. You have 10 guitars and you're getting on to me for five. <laughs> okay. Do you, pieces John, do of you three see, or four guitars that if when I finish them. John, do you see the works, hypocrisy? Right? I, I kind of do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I have I have ten guitars and I don't even gig. I just you know. Now, I'm, all, a, I'm a hobbyist. Now, in all fairness, though, mm-hmm. I have expensive taste. So okay, I, I don't. I buy I cheap have, shit. I have two Spectres. Uh, I okay. have a Music Man. I have a high end jazz bass Fender, and then I got just a regular P bass. So I mean, right. The workhorse. You know, it adds up. It does add up. But, I mean, five right. is very yeah. reasonable. And I can actually break down and tell you what, you know, like like my, my P bass is the only P bass, is the only bass I have that's not active. So that serves a purpose. Huh. And then my jazz bass is both active and passive. And that sounds amazing. The fenders are more for studio work. So, uh, you still got any rigs, is... or do you sell all the rigs? Okay, here's the thing. I have uh, no use for a Rickenbacker. If I had a use for a Rickenbacker, I would play a Rickenbacker. But Rickenbackers sound very much... You can't get any other tone out of them than a Rickenbacker sound. And so... Yeah. I agree with that. It, 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 it doesn't work for in the, either of the bands I do. And so I... I, I you know, now... If I kept the Rickenbackers that I have, then I would have seven basses. You know, mm. and so, and then Steve would have more ammunition to give me shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, is, yeah. what is ammunition? I don't know, man. You know what? It's, I'm recovering from COVID. Give me a break. <laughs> that's that's going to be my fallback all night. I, I'm recovering from COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I always I always you know go for the uh, what is it? You know, like uh, what happens? That's my uh, defense. You know, like roly yeah. polies will go up into a ball, and you know you can't hurt them, uh, or you know their peers can't right. hurt them. I, right. We can hurt them, but you know, that's yeah. that's my roly poly move. We're kind of like Godzilla to, to roly poly. Yeah, we are roly poly. Steve's the roly biggest roly poly of them all, or or wood lice. Godzilla. So Steve, Steve is the prodigal son of Godzilla and a roly poly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? That roly polies are not actually insects; they're um, arthropods. The, yeah, the crustaceans. <laughs> Crustacean. That yeah, was yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Arthrop. Close enough. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not a fucking scientist, but I mean, you know, yeah, they're they're crustaceans. They're like a well, land crab. I, I had uh, never thought. I had never thought of that. Yeah, I hadn't either. I read a bunch about them the other day. Um, they like they have blue blood. Uh, they're crustaceans, and uh, they can drink through their butthole. So, <laughs> you know, I used to know this girl <laughs> who could do that. <laughs> if you want, I'll give you her number. Scholar <laughs> <laughs> Rolly Polly. <laughs> I, I did actually. No, but you know, I, I I thought it was called arthropods because I'm thinking like when you said I don't they're think not insects. Hear me. There's Steve. 
We're talking there's, about rolling cones and girls that drink out of their buttholes, Steve. What's your take on it? <laughs> oh, God. That's... Jeff's not representing the Nowhere Jets in these comments. I just have to say that. So. <laughs> uh, we go off the rails sometimes. The part about the rolling yeah. cones is what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, drinking from their butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Women that drink from their buttholes. Mm-hmm. Butt yeah. chuggins. Rolly polies and butt chuggins. <laughs> 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 hey, start here. The lost episode of Undetermined. <laughs> no, it won't be. Trust me. <laughs> definitely, definitely gone into worse territory. Let me introduce everybody. We are talking to Jeff and Steve from the Nowhere Jets. Welcome, fellas. Awesome. Hello. Dirty Steve from Soul Shifter is joining me as my special co-host tonight. And Dirty's never been on the show either, so probably going to refer to him as Dirty Lot. We got two Steves. That'll help, I think. I've been told about this faux pas before. Are you guys Fort Worth or are you Dallas? Dirty is uh, Fort Worth, I believe. Fort Worth, yes. But the Nowhere Jets. The Nowhere Jets. Oh, the Nowhere Jets. We're Dallas. 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 Mm Mm-hmm. We're Dallas, right, Steve? Steve? I don't know. I think we lost him again. That's okay. I'm here He'll in spirit. Huh? We lost Dirty Steve. I think we might have. Who? I'm here. He's trying Who's to find out. Hill. Dirty Steve. Who? Oh. Steve Dwaliski. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet learning the pronunciation. Anyway, we'll move on without him. I guess it's fine. Yeah. We got three of us here. He'll pop in when he's, you know. He'll pop in. We're kind of like a power trip, though, now. We're like like Rush or Triumph. We're like Rush or Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Mm. I I, I love Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. I do, too. And I love Rush, too. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. I'm not as big of a Rush fan as uh, a lot of my friends are, though. They're kind of one of those bands I, I, I think I missed the boat on. I mean, I know all the hits and shit like that, you know? Right, right. And a, and a couple B-sides, but just never really got into the catalog. By being a bass player, of course, they've always been a band that's been in my top five, but they're not a band that I've consistently listened to like some Rush fans do. It's always a band that, like, every four or five years I'll, I'll, I'll drop in and revisit. And mm. think to myself, my God, that this is this this shit still holds up. But uh, I, yeah. I don't think I could listen to Rush all the time. I think it might induce head trauma. Yeah, I can see that. It's very my, cerebral. Yeah, yeah a typical co-host Matt would disagree. He's a die-hard Rush fan. Oh yeah, uh, it's hard. But it's it's there are certain bands like that, a lot of bands like that, like uh, Tool fans, you know, too, especially too, you know. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I was never good at math, yeah. so I'm not a big. Uh, I, I just I, I I like to enjoy my music and not have to have a abacus to a listen calculator. to it. <laughs> yeah, a slide rule. Tools and yeah. tools and abacus band. <laughs> yeah, they're an abacus. They're an abacus. <laughs> yeah, isn't that a isn't that a Genesis song? They did a cover album, that's what it is, with little dolls oh. that danced around in the video. For, yeah, very, very, very talented band. I've seen them several times, but mm-hmm. I just, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, okay, this is a little bit, I want to enjoy the the song. Right. 
Yeah, and I wonder how much of that is really even a part of it. You know, I mean, a lot of people label them as math rock, and when they break them down, they're like, oh, look at the polyrhythms and this. I don't know. It's amazing. I mean, it's talent. Yeah. I mean, does the lame even know, though, that that's a polyrhythm or or care? You know, if you like the song. (laughs) But I agree, they're like later albums. They get kind of mathy. You know, I mean, Alice, Alice Cooper said it best. He's talking about, you know, these very skilled, very talented musicians. They write these songs, they compose these songs, and they're so intricate, and it's so just much technicality to it, but he, he's constantly having to ask, where's the song? I, I don't hear the song. Right. I hear the talent. And I think that's, that, that's what it is for me. I like, I, I like it dumbed down. <laughs> No, I, yeah, I definitely agree, and I like you know I like pop music uh, for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, you know, and and I mean, so many groups get lumped into that pop music category, but really, I, I've said it before. I mean, pop just means popular, and it's in a lot of cases it's popular for a reason. It, different decades were better than others, but I mean, you know, if you're gonna call Joan Jett pop, I fucking mm-hmm. love pop. Yeah, you know, uh, if you're gonna call Cheap Trick pop, I love fucking yeah. pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so, they are badass. Yeah, yeah. I grew up near them in uh, Rock. They live in Rockford, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty cool because every once in a while, like you know, it was back in the eighties, mm-hmm. and I mean, you could drive by and see like Robin Zander, like you know, mowing his lawn. Um, oh wow, which was strange. But to us, they were just like a local band. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't really recognize them as you know being so influential to so many people. They were just like those guys. They they played at the fair. Like, so all the time. I'm gonna have to cut in here and say Cheap Trick's my favorite band. I'm so I got to do really? it. Really? My dad met them on a flight, mm-hmm. and they thought they were a soccer team. And I guess they started talking to. Them. He goes, <laughs> "I met a band called Changing Times, and somehow we figured out it was Cheap Trick. And then we went we went and saw them at Six Flags. Me and Craig Reeves, yeah. Nova Craig, and we we saw them mm-hmm. on. One on one, one on one tour, and the next position, please, which was probably at their lowest point. But dude, that's when that's when they grabbed me, you know. Yeah, you don't have to be there at the inception or anything, because I mean, I think, well, at my age, I think it was about thirteen. I caught them at the county fair. Is when they did that album with you know the flame. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've probably seen them a dozen times, and I think Craig's seen them like a million times or something like that. Yeah, so, oh, I mean. Wow. Craig is he would like all be saying that rough. He was, but the other thing I'll tell you about Illinois, dude. Some of my favorite bands, Trick, like um, Triple Fast Action, Local H. Um, oh yeah, the Blues I, I, Brothers. I'm, no, um, let's see who else. <laughs> I mean, they're from Cook County. Smoking Popes. I like them. They're from Smoking Popes. Yeah. They were great. Aren't the Smashing Pumpkins from Illinois? Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah, that's from Chicago. I mean, Chicago's got a killer scene. They do, they do, they do, and pretty isolated, but but still great. Yeah, I was really into like Wax Tracks records and industrial music out of that area. You know, Ministry and uh, yeah, that's you know, Cult and, and uh, Pig Face and those bands. Um, we've had a lot of them on the show yeah, due to the I, fact. But, I got uh, into yeah. Ministry on the Rape and Honey tour and stuff. Yeah, and, you know, and kind of before I did, you know, alternative rock and stuff, I did thrash metal. And oh. one of the bands we played with was called Rigor Mortis. And yeah. um, Mike Scotia 
I, I remember seeing him at one of those ministry shows. And he was talking to, uh, what's his face? The main guy. What's his name? Al Jorgensen. Al? And then he starts playing with him. And I'm like, man, how come he gets that? Anyway, apparently he grew up with Al. He grew up with Al. And that, and then he did the whole ministry thing and stuff like that. So anyway, uh-huh. got to play in ministry. So that's cool. Yeah. Nice enough guy. Yeah, he was. Well, he was crazy. Dude. All three of them. Were, I mean, all of them were nuts. Dude. Yeah. The rigor mortis guys <laughs> back in the day. But I used to play in a band called Ronda Corpse. And um, we did some reunion shows in 2005 yes. and six with rigor mortis. And I remember we played in Houston. And Mike came up behind me. And I think he had been drinking a little bit. And he picked me up. And I thought he was going to choke me. He's like, Mike put me down he's like you know but i think it was friendly in a frankenstein kind of way but no he was he was a nice guy he was a cool guy he just, he just uh man he was amazing even in later times to watch his his right hand how it's insane and anyway i've gone off on a tangent but now mike's a good guy and when no, he no, passed away on when he passed away on stage at the rail club in fort mm. worth the drummer oh, shit, riding, know that. riding corpse was standing like right there in front of him. Yeah, dude. Oh and God. I, I literally, I was about, I was about to go to that show and something, I don't know. It was weird. I almost went. And, uh, anyway, mm-hmm. so we went to his thing and he, dude, he basically had kids. I just lost it right there. <laughs> I was like, fuck, you know, but yeah. anyway, so yeah, he passed away literally on stage about a week before Christmas. And, Holy shit! I never knew and, that. Uh, anyway, no, but he, uh, you know that story? I don't, no, anyway. I didn't. I didn't even know he died in Texas. No, I, I knew he passed away, but I, I didn't really look that yeah. much into it. Yeah, and Al, Al actually survived him, which is kind of crazy to think about. But. Yeah, that is crazy that Al has survived and, uh, this long. The uh, yeah. guitar player for Rotting Corpse Wall has driven tour buses. He's driven people around apparently he drove ministry around and he told me some stories i'm not going to repeat about al but (laughs) (laughs) anyway i'm just going to say that so but uh i've never met al in person but i have seen him a couple times shit i've I've seen him three times man back in the day i saw him yeah yeah great great shows i think i saw him first at Lollapalooza, probably mm, 92 ish something like that when they were playing with, uh, you know, I mean, like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, and, and those guys were opening too, which you know, great bands. I fucking love those bands too. Yeah, didn't quite fit the bill, but great fucking show. <laughs> well, I love Ministry. One of my favorite bands I saw, Lollapalooza, and me and Craig were talking about it. Was Dinosaur Junior mm-hmm. during that time? Do you see? Do you see oh, them at yeah. that time? That was at the third Not one. That, time. that no. was at the third one. That was the one with uh, Fishbone and. Uh... Who else? Uh, oh, Alice God, Chase yeah. and, and Primus. Nice. In fact, in fact, Rage Against the Machine and Tool opened that that show. Huh? If yeah. I remember correctly. Primus. It's, yeah. Yeah. Primus yeah, headlined. It was a good year. Yeah, it was a good year. Was good. Was that year. the one with absolutely? Were oh, no, that was the first on one. one. No, the Butthole Surfers were on the first one. That was an awesome. That was my favorite one right there because it had Jane's Addiction. Susie Sue, uh, Susie and the Banshees, Living right. Color, oh, uh, Body Count was on the bill. Uh, who else? Uh, Butthole Surfers, Rollins oh, Band. 
Because at yeah. the time, the Butthole Surfers were one of my favorite groups at the time. So that was like the main, uh, them and Living Color were, were the ones I was going to see. Do you remember Butthole Surfers came out and the guitar players broke four guitars? Yep, I remember that. You remember that? And, it was and, three uh, or four guitars, and they smashed them into their each guitars in the front of the yep. stage. And they did it like three or four that. times. I remember that. That was amazing. And then Gibby Haynes kept firing. Remember that? Uh, I'm yeah, sure I they do. were like I'm sure they were Honda's Hondos. Mm. It was it brilliant. Everyone was like because like, I guess you had you had one up everyone else. And dude, you remember body count? Like he was like, everyone get up, you mother. And everyone's all the white kids stood up for trouble and he <laughs> rocked that. <laughs> you oh yeah. That? Yeah, well, that was yeah. the first time. As I recall, that was the first time anybody had heard Body Count because Ice T came out first and did his rap thing, right. and then he yeah. like and called the band out, and he's like, "Welcome to Body Count, motherfuckers!" And then they just <laughs> tore into it, man, and just I mean, we're scared I mean, of white kids. <laughs> it was amazing, though. It was fucking brilliant. And then what was funny is that Violent Femmes followed up after that, and everybody <laughs> kind of went and walked around. Now, in all fairness, at that Lollapalooza, they were still trying to make it like a fair environment. So you had all these vendors and tents. And now I think Lollapalooza was really fucking cool when the first couple of years. And then when it kind of started scaling back, it it, kind of lost something. But that first Lollapalooza was really kind of a, a brilliant idea. You know, it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you had every band that you could possibly want to see, along with a bunch of cool stuff to look at and do. And that was just that was yeah. a great that was a great day. Yeah, I, was, I remember I was fucking exhausted at the end of it. But, you know, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, but, I mean, I learned, in St. Louis. Did, and it Jeff, was did you stay all, you stay hydrated? Balls. No, I didn't. I never stay hydrated. That, that's, <laughs> that, that's how that's how I stay on this, top of my this, game. I look over Jeff while we're playing sometimes. I'm concerned about his hydration. I just have to say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, it just, it, ha- it just kind of, oh. you know, crystallizes off of me. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, I don't it's think just, that's how that works. It's just, a, it's, it's just the way of the world. <laughs> it, Which you is know, a trick song. It, it, yeah, it is. Wow. I, dude, I, I like, I like how you tied that all together. Brilliant. So you guys always uh, I would Texas? I would pay. Yep. Oh. Me. I mean, I didn't get very far. My wife's from China, but I just kind of stayed here. Oh, did you? What was the question? I'm sorry. Oh, sorry if I interrupted. Uh, you guys always from Texas? Born there or? Uh, yeah, there? yeah. I was born in a crossfire hurricane. Uh, mm. No. Uh, or or Iowa, whichever is better. And I've been here most of my life. Yeah, there was a brief period where I moved to Fiji, and uh, then I came back because they didn't have Whataburger in Fiji. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Jeff. Where, where, whereabouts in Iowa? A Davenport, Davenport Quad Cities. Yeah, I'm from Davenport. In fact, you mentioned Rockford earlier. You know, my yeah. da- my dad had a pizza restaurant in Rockford in the early 80s called Celebration Station. I've been there. Are you shitting me? There. No. I grew up in uh, Morrison, Illinois, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, on the Iowa border. 
Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. We're practically fucking neighbors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like an hour away. Davenport was the mall. You know, that's where we went to go to the mall. Like <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. The Quad Cities. Anywhere wow. near Davenport, Bettendorf. I've been to that mall. Yep. I think there's only one. Or yep. there was then. Yeah, there was then. And people came from all around. Yeah. Went to the Camelot music there. And that's where I yes. bought my records and shit. Uh, yeah. My mom, I had to go, if I had to walk through Yonkers with my mom, another time I would have fucking puked. (laughs) Yeah, oh shit. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it was cool, man. You know, I liked it. Um, You know, I mean, my memories are really, uh, I was really young, so it wasn't like, Uh you know, I, you know, it was, I was very young, like three, four Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. So my dad had that restaurant celebration station in Rockford, and you know we're from mm-hmm. Davenport. So yeah, Rockford was like oh, forty-five minutes from Morrison or so. Okay, you see like Whiteside County, uh, right on the border. You know where like Clinton, Iowa was? No, <laughs> I'm not. not real, I'm not real. Yeah, I, I came. I, I was real young when I moved here. Yeah, right across the river from Iowa. This is okay, where yeah. So, yeah, that's where we went, man. It's uh, the Quad Cities area. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's halfway between there and then Chicagoland. So, you know, in the middle of nowhere, in a cornfield. Here's a little bit of trivia for you about Davenport. Little rock. Okay. I'm going to tie it into rock and roll here. Kiss okay. actually um, was recording their Davenport show for outtakes for the Alive album. Now it wasn't. Reco- they, I don't know if they used any of the uh, of the of the recording, but it, there is outtakes of a live out there from the Davenport, Iowa show. Huh. I wonder if I was. I went to a Kiss show when I was young. It was one of my first shows. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When I was about thirteen. So I wonder if that was it. This would have been. This would have been nineteen seventy-five. Oh no 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 no! I was a so uh, yeah. I, I was two. So, okay. but I mean, yeah, I, I Kiss is another band I love, <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess what Steve, were you ever a Kiss fan? I mean, you're you're the you're of the age, dude. We were so big in Kiss. I still remember going to the grocery store and get my dad to buy Dress and Kill on vinyl, which I yeah. don't have anymore. But oh, yeah. I do. We had, dude. I'll Steve. tell you a story about. We used to drive. <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Dirty yeah. Can anybody hear me? Hey, dirty! Yeah. Did you did you get to the? Can you hill? hear me? We can hear you, dude. Well, I came back to the house. I sat up there for a while listening to this podcast, and I <laughs> I listened to everything. I kept I kept speaking and stuff like this. I'm like, man, I'm just going back to the house. I'm going to drink. You're like, <laughs> like, oh my god! Well, that's that is a solid plan. Dirty Steve, everybody. Hey, uh, Steve, still tap it down a little bit on your volume. Just a touch. Dirty Steve or other Steve? Dirty Steve, sorry. How's that? Good. Is that better? Okay, yeah. Yeah. My most prized record collection, I have every single Kiss album on vinyl. Yes! Every single one. I've been collecting them since 77. Dude, right on. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, a huge Kiss fan. Should have been. I mean, it was my first show. Well, aside from Cheap Strip, Trick, talking about that and seeing them at fairs, but uh, it was my first big rock, like arena rock show. Was Kiss? Yep. Oh, yeah. uh, what year? What year? Uh, I can't remember the year. It was the 
they had that album um hard as a rock was on there that really dopey song about you know gene simmons erections (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's important to him it was it was very important to him i let him have it yep uh, hey, let's see. I'm trying I to remember if they had makeup on during that one or not. Hard as rock. They did not. Thought... They did not. That was the late um, 80s, but... wasn't it? That was the late 80s. Yeah. yeah late 80s, late 80s, I saw. Uh, yeah. I think it was like Animal Eyes. 88, something like that. Oh, that was Ooh, Smash. That was... That's You Make Me Smash Rock Hard. Smashes and Hits. Yeah, You yeah. Make Me Rock Hard. That's the <laughs> song. You Make Me Rock Hard, baby. Baby all night. Yep. And, uh, Looks like white. a muscle, and you make me want to flex. Yep, that's the one. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, uh, white Lion open for him. Oh, um, yeah. That was the Hot in the Shade tour. Hot in the Shade. I think yeah, that's right. that was it. You know what? I saw that tour. That was the one where they had the Sphinx in the background, right? Uh-huh. And the mouth opened yep. up in the camera. That was one of the best set lists I've ever seen Kiss perform, with the exception yeah, of when Ace and Peter came back. Yeah, it was a good one. I mean, I didn't know when I, I saw him on that. Child. I oh, saw him on no, that. that was an amazing set list. Uh, yeah, I mean, they played like every song I would have wanted to hear him play at that. And I actually had front row center seats to that show, uh, the Hot in the Shade show here in Dallas. It was at the Star oh, Pl- yeah. Smearplex, Smear Starplex, Coca- <laughs> Co- Cocaine, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Was it was amazing. It was, uh, it was Kiss. Faster Pussycat and Slaughter. Uh, mm. You know, I, I I I didn't give a shit about the other two bands, but you know, I, w- I was there for Kiss and yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it was just the biggest thing to me, just at that age too, just remembering that atmosphere. You know, mm-hmm. smelling all the weed in the air and all the weed during the bottles yeah. break on the floor, the, the, cheap, the cheap perfume and the titties. Oh. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm. Yep. Titties. Yeah. The spilled, the spilled stale <laughs> beer, the weed, so, the cheap perfume, right. all uh, creating this cornucopia of just rock and roll captured in a scent. Yeah. That's right. Man. It was the eighties and I was down with the ladies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I would have been too, but I was thirteen. So, oh, Dirty Steve had the best hair in the whole group, right? I've seen a picture of you from the eighties. Oh, you had yes. excellent hair, dude. Did you have the yeah. Randy Rose? Is this true, Dirty Steve? Probably lost him again. Oh, uh, but I can attest. Yes, it was the had... Randy Rhodes kind of. Perm- oh perm- yeah. yeah, the permie with the wow. bangs. See, I, I, I had the, hey. I had the jet black, long, floofy, curly hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I was still a metalhead. Uh-huh. I was still a metalhead at heart, but I think I had the Happy Mondays hair at that point. You know, the you bass know? player just died from the Happy, Happy Mondays. Monday? Yeah, he the bass player passed away. I think yesterday or today. Oh no! What? Why yeah, I was bring really bummed. Uh, it, it was relevant. Yeah, it is relevant. I didn't kill. I didn't. I didn't I didn't kill the dude. The Happy Mondays were amazing. They were part of that yeah. like early '90s, late '80s Brit psychedelic acid yeah. kind of that, uh, funk. The Mad, the Madchester, yeah, scene. yeah, yeah. That what they yeah. were great. The Happy Mondays. I was into that. I was into that as much as I could be, being yeah. from the Midwest, you know, and flyover country. I'm, yeah, there was another band that reminded me of them. I can't, I can't remember the name of them. Oh, but anyway, was into? probably uh, Soup Dragons and uh, Happy Mondays. And, yeah. Yeah, I was in a new we, world. We were in a like that, too. 
You know, the Dandy Warhols kind of remind me a little bit of that, a hearkening back to that sound and that time. Yeah, yeah. And they just, uh, they were just on tour, too. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a great band. Yes, they are. Yeah. What's that one called? The, what's that one album? Welcome to the Monkey House. It was about 20 yeah, years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Nick Rhodes produced yeah. that. Oh, did he? Yeah. I believe so. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I believe so, yeah. So when did you guys get together start playing music? We got together uh, around the time that COVID came out. No relation. <laughs> no, no relation. Uh-huh. We didn't uh, that's start. What, but uh, Craig and Steve actually had been working on it before they brought me into the fold and, uh, the, and the drummer at the time. And I'll let yeah. Steve take it, was it from there. It was a rotting corpse. I, brought, I started with a rotting corpse drummer, and Craig had played together since we were in high school, listening to Kiss. But uh, now we kind of started with the COVID, and luckily we didn't get. It's fun. We didn't get sick to like 2021 with it, but we just kind of were careful, and we pulled some. I had an '80s power pop band called Ultra 86, so we pulled some songs from that, and I wrote some new songs, oh. and Craig wrote some, and we just kind of threw together and made, you know, recorded in December of 2020, which was kind of accomplishment considering yeah. the world had gotten kind of messed up. It was crazy because it was like the when it first started, the first couple so, of months, it seemed like all it was in life was uh, going to Nowhere Jets rehearsals and working on the songs and, and getting in there and, 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 and getting that EP out. Uh, it was, yeah. it was, a, we, there was a lot accomplished, very short period of time. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I was listening to some of the other, like, offshoot bands and stuff of, of Nowhere Jets and like, uh, um, you know, like you say, Rotting Corpse and uh, Midnight Murder. Yep. Things like that. Seems like a, a, a uh, divergence from that, I suppose, from a lot harder music to more like uh, power pop or power punk or, well, pop punk. Yeah, uh, something like that, which I dig it all. You know, you know uh, what's funny to... is so Craig and I. So we I started out playing metal, Cotton mm-hmm. Corpse, and then Craig and I formed a band called Process Revealed in the late '80s. And we're actually we just recorded one of the songs from that progress, wow. and then Craig went off and played in the Bat Mastersons, which had a couple little indie hits, but you probably never heard of them. And from there, we spiked off, and Craig did Nova Chrome. Which, if you you, I think you would like Nova Chrome based on what you told me, and then I did okay. Ultra eighty six, which was just kind of a demo thing, and then wow. I out, and then Craig kept playing. Katie <clears throat> and Max Katie. I actually they called me and I played bass. I never practiced with them. They literally were telling me notes in the studio of the songs, and I was just playing them and punching in. And they mm-hmm. released that, and then Craig went on to Scary Cherry and the Bang Bangs. Yeah. I think Scary Cherry is probably a bigger influence on the Nowhere Jets because I've basically stolen that band because Jeff was a bass player. So. Okay, I'll be in a second. I'm getting. Oh, do you need me? Do I need you? Oh, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. So anyway, <laughs> make sure you put that in there. So, uh, but anyway, we. Uh, I think I have to go pick up my daughter from some. Jeff can tell you the rest of the story. Hey, and also, I'm going to tell you real quick before I leave. We just finished uh, our second EP, and we're going to have songs from that coming out and uh, mm-hmm. stuff. Stuff. Hopefully, stuff. hopefully, the Steve will come in, and when I disappear, 
and take my place. Yes. All right. Talk to you guys later. Love you. Bye. All right. Bye, uh, Steve. Bye. <laughs> Okay, now this is the real shit. Now, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Whew, glad he's gone. Yeah. No. Now let's talk about him. Now it's good. Steve and I are the are the are the uh, goofy wing of of the Nowhere Jets. See what I did there, wing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to think about it, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. So Steve pretty much came in and. Uh, I wouldn't say poached the the Bang Bangs. The band the Bang Bangs went on for about another year before uh, uh, that that ended. But yeah, I mean, it just kind of came together very uh, very uh, you know the way these things happen. You know, well, I'll, we'll just grab this guy because you know I we work with him and we like him, and you know uh, that's how I really came into it is uh, working with Craig and the Bang Bangs. I hadn't known Steve prior. And it actually, you know, you, you had mentioned that, like, with Midnight Murder Show and, and Rotting Corpse, it's, there's quite a divergence. But, I mean, you know, with Steve and, and, and Craig doing the Bat Mastersons together and, and uh, Process Revealed, it's, it's actually a very, uh, it kind of fits in there, the Nowhere Jets, with those other bands. Together, they get together and they, they write these pop-punk, power-punk songs. That's just, you know, what the two of them do. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, uh, some people, I, I think a lot of people look at and analyze music, which I don't like to do anyway, kind of say that, you know, it's uh, an evolution. I don't yeah. think so. I, I think what happens with a lot of bands, and I see a lot of bands doing this, is just that the, the tent gets bigger. Yeah. You know, um, just more, you know, experience, everything else, age, and, and you know, and, and the same thing happens, I think, throughout our lives. I mean, I can remember being a you know a fifteen year old idiot and thinking that like Metallica was the only band mm-hmm. um, that there ever should be, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And now it's like you know I'll listen to ABBA or you know sure. uh, you know anything that just trips my trigger. And uh, you know, but it's uh, it's just still interesting to me when you get a group of people together that, that you know they find those same kind of jives, you know. Yeah that work together that they that they all enjoy and say yeah you know i, I really dig the way that that works or that sounds or or anything else and i can tell that in your music in a lot of ways it's 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 uh, a bunch of consummate tastes i think yeah it it, it all kind of comes together and, and what's cool is that everybody has enough breathing room to contribute to the song right so it's right. not so much it's you know it's always seems it always seems a little more contrived when the song is already 100% completed. Right. Um, you know, where this part's going to do this. It's like there's no room for any experimentation or expansion. Mm. You know, what the thing is, is you know, when, when the songs come in in the Nowhere Jets, it's, there's not a bass line written. You know, it's, it, that all comes out in the wash. And obviously, you know, I mean, it's got to work within the parameters of, of, of the song structure. 
but uh, it definitely makes it, I, I hate to say the word organic because you always hear that word used in every single uh, discussion about songwriting. It's such an organic process and it's, right, yeah. but I mean, I hate to say it, but it's organic that way. You know, when yeah. everybody puts something of themselves into it, you truly have a very human product, mm-hmm. if that makes yeah. sense. No, it absolutely does. And it's like, you know, we are organisms, so mm-hmm. uh, that comes across as organic. But, I mean, it, it's, you know, also the thing where, you you know, you kind of look at the way that uh, it, it just kind of reminds me of a, a movie line I heard one time. And it's like, you know, where somebody said, don't take it personally. And it's like, well, I'm a person. How else am I supposed to take it? that's a good line yeah it is Uh, I can't remember what film that's from but yeah it always stuck with me and it's like yeah (laughs) excuse me you're good that wasn't a bong rip I promise (laughs) that's alright well it's legal here Uh, (laughs) not quite in Texas yeah not quite not quite not quite (sighs) do they still even give a shit there um, I, I don't think it's arrestable. I think they conf- I think they just confiscate, catch and release after you know, uh, up right. to a certain amount. Technically, they can, but you know, most of the time, I, I think the police now pretty much, if it's under two ounces or an ounce or whatever that magic number is, they'll just take right. it and smoke it themselves. Right. <laughs> We're gonna dispose of this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We'll get rid of this for you. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah, it. Don't worry. It's none of your business. It doesn't belong to you. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go to jail? No. <laughs> I love that one. Do you want to go to jail? Um, yeah! Please! <laughs> Three hots and a cot? I'm all over that shit. <laughs> I don't know what color do you guys wear. I think Dallas is orange. Now, I, 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 it's been... Well, it's been never, <laughs> but I believe I believe that da- da- I think Dallas is orange. Hey, hey, Dirty, do you know if Dallas is orange? Dirty, I heard him laugh for a second. Let me laugh. I thought I thought we had okay. Steve, um, Dirty, Mom. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's orange in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of the here. standard. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I actually. I, I went. I went to the clink once in in Plano, uh, which is mm. a suburb of of Dallas, and uh, I don't remember much except that I wasn't planning on going to jail that night, and so I was uh, commando, and right. uh, just feeling as I'm sitting there in the in in that jumpsuit, just I mean, praying to God that they washed it, you know, before <laughs> they gave it to me. And, 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 and then, and then, but they also gave me these like flip flop sandals. Yeah, and I'm just like, I hope they spray. I'm just imagining myself getting syphilis, getting athlete's foot all in one fell swoop. I'm <laughs> yeah. only sons for a week, and you give me a lifetime of STDs. So. Yeah, right. And all I had was a fucking roach Hello. in my ashtray. Steve. Hello. Hello. Yeah, there's dirty. Hey. Oh my gosh! This this, this technical issues. But hey, do you re- do you know offhand? Does Dallas County have orange jumpsuits for the inmates? I'm pretty sure they do. I mean, yeah, most I people it's... they 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 definitely out here in Parker County have a orange and white. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, Where's Waldo? Kind yeah, of 
Yeah, they get the old school stripey looking things. Yeah, right. Do they get the cool little hat too? <laughs> <laughs> and the and the ball and chain on their <laughs> Where's my hey, fucking bring hat? it back. I'm but I right with that. But I don't know anything about that. <laughs> well, what I do for a living, several times I have to go into a jail to get inmates sometimes yeah, for nine one one calls, and that's a whole. Oh, that's an interesting subject right there. The women are horrible. Really? Oh, when you go in on their side, I'm going to tell you what, they're hooting and <laughs> Is that why they call you dirty? <sighs> Steve? Oh, we lost him again. Dang, dude. I wanted to hear – I was about to egg him on. I want to hear some stories about uh, women's, per, women's jail. Yeah. I mean, Make especially that especially that that shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Women in prison movies. Let me tell you, they always have the nicest switchblades. They they have the nicest <laughs> switchblades. It's like, how did you get that in there? Well, we know. I guess we know the old prison pocket. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a new one. I haven't heard it put that way before. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick that in your lexicon. I, I just might have to. Yeah, you know, her. She got a beautiful prison pocket. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing. What? Nothing. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you got to come back and tell us some women in prison stories. Yes. Might have to be a separate podcast, even. That could be. That's a whole other show on a whole other dedicated topic. It is. We've got time. <laughs> so you guys got a new EP coming out? We do. It's uh, the Nowhere Jets EP 2, yet untitled, but we've got some good ideas. And um, what we're going to start dropping singles, I believe, next month, actually. Sweet. So, yeah, I believe the next single that's coming out, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be called Beijing Space Girl. Nice. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm I'm really, really happy with how, you know, we were talking about, you know, uh, expanding the tent. Uh, we expanded the tent this time. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's true to form, but I think just as a band, we've grown as 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 a collective uh in that the songs just are a little more mature but they're the same you know brand of power uh, pop punk that we did on the first ep hello oh i thought i heard him come back no no but yeah so i'm uh we're all excited we just heard the final mixes this past week and uh, we're some happy. We're some happy. Uh, we're a happy band right now. We'll say, sweet, sweet. So when's the drop? I believe we're gonna drop a couple. I think we're gonna do th- two or three singles, and then the drop I think is gonna be in October. Okay, cool. And I, I may be completely slaughtering this. This was told to me by Craig the other day when I was still uh, kind of down, uh, down with the sickness, if you will. So, uh, but I believe it's going to be a uh, not April. I'm sorry, October, uh, that the full release comes out, and then we're going to have three singles between now and then. And I believe Beijing Space Girl will be the first one. Sweet. Sweet. Yes. 
Hey, so, uh, and I wanted to know, I mean, I've, I've been looking all over, too, on your socials and shit. Wait, do you guys have a band camp or anything for purchases? Or what, what's the best way to buy Nowhere Jets music? Space Cadet Jet Distro. Okay. Yeah, that's a mouthful. <laughs> that's a mouthful, it is. <laughs> that's a mouthful. <laughs> it's, uh, it's our own uh, distribution. And okay. we have a website... And I'm looking for that right now. I, you know, this I blew it. You know, I was thinking I was going to be all together and professional and all that, and I don't have my shit together. Uh, yeah, no, wrong show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but That's yes, how we operate. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but it's a Space Cadet uh, Jet Records. So yeah, it's their own distribution. I'm trying to see if I have a website. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if Craig, if Craig were here, he would have this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think of But, no, it's fine. Uh, That's cool. So you can probably find it at www.nowherejets.com. Okay. As well. All right. All right. Check that out. But, uh, yeah, you got vinyl? We do have vinyl. Uh, yeah, vinyl. That's launch, and we will be doing vinyl for the new one, too. Oh, cool. Uh, yes. I and then this tactile thing you know having the you know, you know the record in my hand it, yes it's there is no other medium for rock and roll that is better than vinyl all the way across the board i mean you got the album art i mean how many times did we sit there looking at the album art while we listened to the record rock and roll sounds great on a turntable there's just something about hearing the needle kind of crackle and you have the music going. It just, yes. it's the best experience for rock and roll. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, okay. I just, you know, lay, I just so many times I remember laying on my floor as a kid and looking at, like, His Majesty's, or Her Majesty's Secret Service or, or like, uh, uh, any That's of like, these covers, like Sgt. Pepper, you yeah. know, and just studying those, yeah. those, every little picture, every little inch. That was just as important to the experience. Well, and cool stuff used to come in albums too, like yeah. uh, posters and tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Kiss, Kiss, Stickers, did, Kiss did tattoos and a live too and a big poster. That's yeah. right. They had the love gun gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, Sinai Fever had the dance steps. Yeah, I didn't even. I don't even oh, remember. That's, that's right. crazy. <laughs> I still have my mother's when she bought Sinai Fever. I still have that album too. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the album posters were the best too. You couldn't yes. find you couldn't find them in stores, and they were the coolest art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they had that big wrapping paper and uh, yeah. big bamboo, <laughs> See, and that's yeah. the, But what's so cool to me, and what kind of you know gives me a little hope for the future is I'm watching vinyl come back with the newer with the younger generation, mm-hmm. and they too are experiencing album candy and album art and listening to rock and roll on a vinyl with a needle on the record and you know i mean (laughs) to me that was i mean that's the formative years right there i mean i don't know how intrigued i would have been you know by a lot of these bands if i just you know, got on my phone, pressed a button, and heard the song, and and, yeah. and it was this this anonymous entity playing the. I mean, I still would have loved the music, but it would not have had the fixation, fascination, 
you know, that like staring at Led Zeppelin 4 for, you know, an hour trying to figure out what is this and why is this guy standing there in the middle of a field with a bundle of sticks that he can barely hold up? And <laughs> what is that? Is that why doesn't he put that shit down and go home? You know, but it's like, and then it's like, oh, look, it, it's actually a picture on a wall that's peeling. You know, it's like, and, and you open it up and there's more art and it's just, you know, I just remember my eyes just always saw something new on every album cover. Yeah. And, you know, and like you hinted at, it, it, the mystery mm-hmm. of it, you know, it wasn't so cut and dried. You couldn't just watch a, a, a live performance of them trying mm-hmm. out a new song that they'd never played before and sound like shit and be like, skip that band. Yeah. And it's like, no, it, it wasn't like that. Yeah, it's, uh, you had the mystery of, of all of it. And we were never let down, I don't think mm-hmm. either. I mean, well, maybe a couple cases, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, I talk about being let down sometimes when you heard like a single and the only way to get it was to go out and buy the LP. Oh, yeah. And it was like, oh, the rest the of The only good song on the LP. <laughs> right. You spend, your, you spend two weeks worth of allowance just for that one fucking song because you can <laughs> right. never get it recorded off the radio. <laughs> right. You know, but um, you were never that butthurt about it. You were just no, like, you, yeah, yeah. I obsessed over Win it. Win some, lose some. Yeah. You know. I obsessed over it. But it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's just everything is kind of handed to you now to where it's like, you know, even if you want to know the set list in advance, you can get on a a website. (laughs) And and it's like, I can remember going to concerts, wonder what they're going to open up with. I wonder, you, you never, you never get that element of surprise because if you are able to contain yourself and not go to those set lists, the asshole that's sitting next to you or in front of you did not. And he's like, Oh yeah, they're going to open the show with blah. And then there's going to be this and that. And it's just like, well, you know, I mean, fuck, I'll just go home and watch YouTube, you know? Yeah. All these mansplaining to his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been guilty of that, and you know, looking up shows and like. You know, oh yeah, and, I do too. Like, oh, I want to check the set list. Who was it? I went to go see Squeeze. Um, oh, and, how was uh, that? Oh my god, it's so fucking great. They haven't lied. I mean, they are fucking. Their chops are incredible. They're oh, they're I still alive. And but I mean, I was such a fan of theirs when I was younger, my, and you know. My brother and I were both huge uh, Squeeze fans, and uh, I lost him recently a couple of years ago. And I'm I took some to of his actors to the show and sprinkled him on the floor. That's all right. Nice. But I sprinkled him on the floor of the show in Del Mar. And, uh, but I had to look at the set list. And then after I did, I was like, I felt like such a whore. Yeah. No, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I, same I thing. Like, why did I do that? I should have just been, you know, surprised. Yeah. And, yeah. Because I knew they were going to play what I wanted to. You know, you're going to hear, you know, pulling muscles. You're going to hear like, oh, you know, sure, yeah. Content. You're, you're going to hear all the hits anyway. But I felt, yeah. like such a, I felt like such a piece of shit for you looking at it. Uh, I, I know that feeling. I I, I went mm. and saw the Rolling Stones. They're one of my all time. Mm. They are my all time favorite band, the Rolling Stones. Oh, and uh, I, I went and saw them uh, back in November. And mm. at the Cotton Bowl, and was, I couldn't contain myself. And I'm just like, you know, the first time I saw the Stones was in '89 on Steel Wheels, and mm. yeah, they didn't have any of that shit. So it's just like you are constantly surprised. Like, Holy fuck! They, oh, they're opening the show to start me up. Oh fuck! They're playing Ruby Tuesday. Oh look, the street wow. fighting man. You know, and it's like, you know, 
that's how a concert should be, you know, not like, sure. okay, now let's watch them play simply, you know, you know, it's just right. Just scrolling through your phone as you, yeah, I fucking oh. hate the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Good things and bad things. I yeah, mean, I know. I know. know. It's, it's the reason we're here together right now. Yeah, absolutely. That that's not a wonderful thing. Uh, it is very know, wonderful. There are people, you know, who are performing surgeries in Africa with assistance from, you know, British doctors and, you know, oh, it's, yeah. it's a wonderful thing. It can be a wonderful thing. It's all in how you cultivate it. <laughs> absolutely. You know, it's all in how you use it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've, I just got to cancel all my porn subscriptions. Previews. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. It's all how it's all how it's used. And yeah. um you know It really uh, is. I, I do get irritated at so many people are like, Oh, Facebook sucks and this is like really no, I'm, mine's not that bad. I because I I culled Yeah, that's you know, what I did. All, all the sickly animals. Yeah. I you know, I got rid of them and I you know, I always tell people it's like uh, with Facebook, you can have if all you want is like Neil deGrasse Tyson uh quotes from the Dalai Lama and that's it. That can be your Facebook. Yeah, just unfollow uh, everybody you, else. Don't follow all those other assholes. It's not Facebook. It's who you follow. Yeah. Um, and just, I, and I think I was thinking about that earlier. I I think I've got all the assholes gathered up and unfollowed. Yeah. I, you really got to be a prick to get me to un to unfriend you. Right. Uh, I agree. You know, I, agree. I mean, you've got to be a special, talented kind of prick for that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean, it doesn't take. I mean, if I don't like what you're posting, it's okay. Unfollow. Fuck it. I don't, you know, right. You ain't bringing me down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. But then the biggest problem for me is like new shit comes along, like TikTok and stuff like that, and then you got to recultivate that. I don't. I don't to, get on. I don't get on. I don't either. But it's, it plugs into my feed now. And yeah, like, well, there's, there's some cool shit on there. I mean, you, you can see like practice sessions of, of, of some yeah. great bands mm-hmm. and I stuff just, they're working on. They only uh, play there, but I just can't get into it. I can't cultivate it. I spend too much time. Yes. On fixing my Facebook to make it entertaining for me as it is. Yes. But I yes. cannot handle I, one more. I'm with you 100%. Between Facebook and Instagram, I don't want any more social media. I am right. social media out. Yeah. You know, it, it hurts friendships, I think. It gives the illusion that you're uh-huh. friends with all these people at the cost of real friendship, I think. Yeah, it can. It can. I've also made some really good friends off Facebook. Uh, I, um, I, I made some really good enemies on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, but, I, I, I don't make enemies. Yeah, but only through the show. That's that's the only way. I really like made those friends, and they're you know different bands, and they, yeah, they're obviously yeah. in the shit I'm into, and they're obviously playing music I love, and and we've yeah we've met a lot of of groups that we've had on the show as a result. That's um, really cool. And, yeah, and they've become close friends. I mean, uh, especially I mean, like a, oh, the metal scene out of Kansas right now. Uh, Kansas, yes. Yeah. Does Kansas have a metal? Keep an eye on Kansas. I'm telling you. Kansas. Here's the prophecy. Uh, Lawrence, Kansas. Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. Lawrence, man, Kansas. I, Lawrence, Kansas. Check out uh, uh, Godzillionaire. You know, Do you remember Paul from back in the 90s? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Uh, Mark Hennessy, uh, uh, Paul did that song, Jesse. It was like a 90s kind of <laughs> run hit. 
He's got a new band uh, called Godzillionaire. Great fucking band. Uh-huh. Um, really good shit. Uh, it's coming out of their Headlight Rivals, coming out of uh, out of Kansas, say Manhattan. But uh, yeah, a lot of good shit coming out of that area. And I mean, it, to some degree, it's like, okay, it allows, the internet allows exposure to those areas that are never going to get discovered by any sort of record exec. Anything yeah, you got to like be in that. L.A. or New York. Right, right. And it, it cuts that out. But still, you're in fucking Kansas, you know, so that's no good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, not at all. People, great music. And, uh, well, and you you guys, you know, in, in, in Dallas and in Fort Worth and those, you know, I, that's mainly how I picked up on uh, Nowhere Jets was through Soul Shifter and uh, oh, yeah. Dirty's band. Yeah, oh, we love Soul Shifter. I mean, you know, out of all the bands to play with uh, locally, we we there there are there are sibling band. We we decided. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we we love Soul Shifter. Yeah, we have a good time. Oh, yeah. totally, totally. Jennifer and uh, Lisa have as well. We said, oh, they're our BFFs. Oh, totally. <laughs> we we love we 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 actually really do love all of them personally and as a band. It's just. It's cool to have that, man, you know, between bands, you know, because so, so many bands tend to, um, you know, just kind of show up and, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, and then that's it. But, uh, you know, stay in touch and to regularly, uh, you know, support each other. It's, it's, it's a cool thing. Yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't have found them if it wasn't for the internet. We were starting this podcast, uh, just in a, I know I've told the story before, but it's contextual, years ago. And, and I just, I, the, one of the first things I posted was, man... Lisa Umbarger is like one of my favorite bass thumpers of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I'd love to have her on our show if it ever takes off. And I tagged her in it. And uh, it, it, I friended her on Facebook just like as a fan, you know. Mm-hmm. And she messaged like immediately. She's like, I'm down. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we were novices at the time, didn't know what we were doing. You know, we, we hadn't really kicked it off. But she was like one of our first big guests and such a great lady. Uh, you know, it was a fucking awesome episode. And, uh, but yeah, we wouldn't have picked up on it if it wasn't for those like Facebook connections. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Steve, th- yes. was the first time we played a show together, was it Nowhere Jets or was it the Bang Bangs? It was at Six Springs, but I can't remember. Hello. Did, did we lose them again? I think we lost them again. Oh. We might have. Tell the story from your memory. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I always thought that we just played with them with the Nowhere Jets, but I res, as we were talking and Steve was talking, uh, I remembered the first time, and, and this is actually how the ice was broken, because generally I'm kind of more, well, <laughs> I, in person I tend to be a little more quiet and reserved. So, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll, you know, when people talk to me, then I'll kind of come out and talk to people and, and, and say, you know, but... I had showed up, and it was a, I had made a, a skateboard deck pedal board. I had taken a Ooh. skateboard deck and turned it upside down so you could see the art. I mounted my pedals on it, mounted the power supply. Anyway, they were all so complimentary about it that I was just like, oh, I love these. I love this band. Mm. These people are awesome, man. You know, the ice was immediately broken. I was talking to them. They were talking to me. Then everybody else was talking, and... My memory is that that was, 
I was playing with the Bang Bang. Craig and I were with the Bang Bangs that night. But then I think to myself, well, wait a minute. Maybe that was a different night <laughs> with uh, the Nowhere Jets. So I, I can't mm-hmm. remember because uh, I know that that pedal board was short-lived. <laughs> uh, it was just it wasn't practical, you know. I mean, I, I was try I was trying to go smaller. Is what it was, uh-huh. you know. It's just I, 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 the worst thing in the world for me is load in and load out. So I always yeah. try to. I'm always challenging myself. Can I get everything in in one trip? Can I get everything mm-hmm. out in one trip? And so that's why that that skateboard deck doesn't it. But it, I just remember the first night I used it. I thought I used it in the Bang Bangs, but then then that would have been Soul Shifter because that was the first time, and they were like. Because I was kind of like, ah, eh, no one's going to really notice anyway. But and then they were just like, oh my god, that is the coolest pedal board we've ever seen. I was like, well, well, fuck, we're pretty much family now, aren't we? <laughs> That's all it takes for me. Just you know, give me one stroke, and I'm your brother. Right. <laughs> just be nice. Just be nice to me. Oh yeah, that's it. Just <laughs> I agree. You got any other shows coming up with them or Soul Shifter? I don't know offhand. I know the Nowhere Jets. We're playing in Oklahoma City next Saturday night, Sweet. and and then uh, August fourth, we're playing with R- the Rumors in Dallas uh, at Double Wide. August thirteenth, we're at O'Reilly's in Dallas. I'm trying to think how far out it goes. If I look at my, if I pull up my calendar, will I totally fuck things up on my phone? Or uh, does this? Okay, so we won't do that. But <laughs> I, anyway, I got us. I got. I, I got us all the way up till August thirteenth. I think that's. I think there's one or two more booked after that, but I can't think offhand. Sweet, sweet. Everything's yeah. on. See, that's the thing. Every piece of information I need for this for this uh, chit chat is <laughs> is on my on phone, and I can't. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, fuck. I should have written this shit down. Nah, it's better just to wing it. Yeah, but, yeah. So. Y'all hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Steve. Okay. So <laughs> while, so do you remember the first show we played together? I had the skateboard deck pedal board. That thing was badass. We were admiring that. Yeah. Was that a Bang Bang show or was that Nowhere Jets? <sighs> or do you not remember either? Yeah, I still, I still swear that the first time I saw y'all, it was Nowhere Jets. Okay, so it must have been the Nowhere Jets then. For some reason, I'm, I was, I was mind fucking myself, thinking, was this the Bang Bangs that played with you all? But if it was the Nowhere, if you if you remember Nowhere Jets, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that. I, I have that skateboard deck. If you want it for a pedal board, by the way, I I, got, I wanted to go smaller. Steve, and we lost him again. Dang, dude. You know what? We're but we're getting vital information at least. We are. That's sort of like a. You know, a World War II uh, uh, decoding machine. (laughs) (laughs) One that kind of comes in and out, you know, but always seems to make the grade and and keep us safe. Right. Yeah, he keeps it on. He he just pops in to put it back on the, on the, put the wheels back on the track. Yep. I count that as a co-host. That's good. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) That's the best co-host ever. Good enough. So, uh, what about merch and shirts and shit like that? Because we have okay, that's going to be Space Cadet uh, Jet Distro. Uh, okay, I wish I could remember that fucking website. But we have merch galore. We have shirts. 
We have Beijing Space Girl shirts that are, you know, for the new single that are, oh. I think, of already. I think they're already online. Uh, oh, cool. We have uh, Nowhere Jets that have our uh, our logo. It's Steve's Facebook page cover. The, With the uh, 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 cheap trick type. Uh, we have that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think. Yeah. Actually, I think. I think that's sold out now. I, but we oh, have. Uh, it's got the turquoise and the. Uh, and I think the oh, pink yeah. uh, is swirl with the nowhere jets in yellow. The kind of comic looking. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. That's, yeah, that's you know, cool. It, oh, look at the pretty colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we got hoodies. We got uh, hats. We got T-shirts. We got pins, picks, stickers. I mean, we got merch out the yin-yang. And there's going to be new merch coming, too, very shortly as uh, we release these singles in the next EP. Uh, you know, we're real big on merch. We we kind of come from the KISS school of thought. If we can put yeah. our name on it, put our name on it, and put it out there. Yep. Yeah. And I like those kind of, like, niche things. You know, yeah. Picks and the, you know. Absolutely. Things, you know, shampoo. Absolutely. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody does shirts. To me, uh, a, yeah. su- a, a successful merch booth should have shit that no other band has thought of yet. Right. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, I, I don't I, um, put a lamp up there. Fuck, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah. K- Kiss did a casket. I mean, so <laughs> that kind of ma- makes the possibilities endless at that point, you know. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. Put the name Tell on it that. and put it out there. And so I'm a firm believer in that, and, and uh, you know, we're constantly thinking of new ideas. And, you know, we also want it to be quality, too, and, and have, uh, you know, cool imagery and stuff, so it can yeah. get interesting. The worst thing in the world is walking up to a merch booth, and it's, you know, black and white. Yeah, sad. You got, Just you got, you, you got, you got two options. Right, you know that's it. Yeah. So we like to have fun with it, though. And there's some there's some joke shirts up there too. Uh, you know, we we said early on, but I think before the show, you know, Steve has nicknamed me Neff uh, uh. with a with a three, not an E, and <laughs> um, and he made a shirt that says uh, Neff on it, and oh, it's I in blue. Yeah, it's in blue because you know we all wear different colors in the Nowhere Jets, and and uh, I um, wear. Lisa I wanted me to ask how, how that comes about. And, oh, how do we choose our colors? Uh, you know, it was really uh, Craig's idea. He had a you know Craig's really good at image, and um, he's like you know when I first heard about it, I'll be honest, I'm like we're gonna look like the fucking Teletubbies. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, after a couple of shows and seeing pictures and seeing the lights, I'm like, actually, this is a really fucking cool concept here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Craig is purple. He dresses in purple, head to toe. Mm-hmm. Steve is uh, green. I'm blue. And our drummer is in red. You know, it, 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 it's, it's really kind of a cool, uh, a cool effect. I, I would, of course, would be happier if I hadn't have thought of the Teletubbies thing because now that's... <laughs> That's gonna that 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 has been in my head and will be in my head until the very end. But it, it's a good look. I mean, it works on stage, and so and so we run with it. Yeah, you know, and probably the best way to wash it out is just to go rent like Teletubby costumes and get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, uh, Come on, man, and like death metal makeup, you know, uh, like corpse paint. <laughs> 
Teletubby outfits. You do realize when they listen to the playback on this, I'm going to catch some serious shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I said that to them, though. I said, I'm afraid we're going to look like the Teletubby. But we don't. No, no, not at all. But it would be funny just to go for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I also sometimes refer to myself as the Blue Power Ranger. (laughs) There you go. So, yeah, um, but that's how it came about, really. It was just kind of an image thing, and, um, we, you know, once we got it together, everybody was like, yeah, this this is what it is, and this works. This is what the Nowhere Jets is. Yeah. So um, this is how we're supposed to look. So right we've run on. with it. Right on. Stick with it. Stick yeah, with definitely. It. I like it. Uh, yeah, I think it's cool. You know, I mean... Yeah, loving music too, man. I, I've been really digging it, and uh, yeah, Thank listening you. to Nowhere Jets Radio on Spotify and stuff like that. Oh wow, excellent! Thank you very yeah. much. Definitely dig in. I'll buy some shit and uh, put a promo song out there at the front of this episode. And, oh man, that's so, great! So. Thank you very much, well, sir. Yeah. Well, man, I mean, I, I don't want to keep you on all night. Anything else you want to plug, or anything else coming up that uh, people should be keeping an eye out for? Uh, you know, just like I said, uh, we're going to have three new singles on the way. Launch is already on uh, just about every streaming platform. Check it out. Nowhere yeah. Jets launch. Uh, Spotify, you can definitely hear it. And then, like I said, we're going to be uh, dropping uh, new singles uh, over the next couple of months. And that's probably going to begin, I'm guessing, probably next month. And then I think October will be the release of EP2. So cool. Yet to be titled. Cool. Uh, I although I, I like I like the Nowhere Jets EP two electric boogaloo myself. Mm. But obviously, yeah. obviously, for for <laughs> obvious reasons, that's not good. Uh, to be honest, I wouldn't want to use that. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I like I like to, I like a certain level of humor though. So yeah, yeah, it's a good one, but it's kind of tainted. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> no, we have we've been talking about the new title, and uh, it we've yet to land on anything. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, but we're we're getting close, and uh, you know, it'll be out in October, I believe. Right on. Well, let us know if you want to come back on, man. And, Absolutely, and we would love that, to pimp that. Yeah. We had a blast. We had an absolute blast, and thank you for having us on. Oh, I had a good time for sure. Oh, totally, totally. Great to get to uh, know uh, you, Jeff. Absolutely, it's great to get to know you too. I would, I would love to do it again. I know Craig would like to be here next time too, and I'm sure Steve, of course, would as well. I, I don't know how that works. Uh, I think I read somewhere in the rules that there's only room for so many people. So, no, well, we can work it out. We can figure it out. Okay, uh, but yes, we would love to come back. Great. It was it was good to have you on, man, and, and uh, yeah. love your shit. Thank Everybody you. out there, check out Nowhere Jets uh, yes. out of Dallas, Texas. Amazing band, amazing bunch of people. Please, please, please check out their new EP dropping soon. We appreciate you coming on, and thank you for listening to Undetermined the Podcast. Thanks, Dandies, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Sounds man. Good. Thank All you. Right.